Welcome back everybody, this is Eric and Barry from Moss Pawn and Gun and uh, today we got another gun gripe episode for you and uh, this gun gripe episode is kind of special because this was filmed tonight. Uh, normally when we run gun gripe episodes we'll do one or two in one sitting and then post a few like week by week. Uh, this one is pretty significant because it's kind of a time sensitive matter and uh, today we're going to talk about the Zimmerman trial that's been going on and uh, it's, it's a pretty big deal. Okay, and there's a lot of people that are sort of upset. Um, you know, as you know, there's just a ton of things going on with it. If you've been following it, you're probably like me, and you're just ready to pull your hair out from all the things that have been going on, and it's been very, uh, you know, dramatic. Okay, it's important for gun rights. Uh, you know, it's one of those things they're trying to turn it into something that it's not. Uh, Barry, in general. What do you think? I mean, I know you probably haven't been following it a ton, but in terms of this Zimmerman trial, I mean, you know a little bit of backstory. What do you think about, what do you gather from it? Well, it's all about neighborhood watches, the basis of this thing. Uh, Zimmerman was on patrol and uh, ran into Trayvon, and uh, a, a scuffle ensued, and Trayvon got killed. Right. Uh, now, there's a lot of controversy as who was beating who, and uh, who was on top of who, and all right. this kind of thing like that. but. Uh, it all boils down. This this case is going to set the it's going to set a direction for the country. No matter which way it goes, it's going to set a direction for more neighborhood watches, or it's going to set a trend for less neighborhood watches because people are going to be afraid to get involved in this thing. Now, I was thinking this morning, there's a third side to every story. Now, if if Zimmerman had had a non-lethal weapon like a taser, the whole thing might have might have totally been avoided. Maybe. And, you know, if, uh, somebody on Neighborhood Watch, I mean, if they're going to be armed, they need to have something other than a deadly firearm. They need to have a, maybe a taser, a stun gun, pepper spray, or something like that. That way, if, if the violence escalates, they can escalate with it. But when you've only got a gun, and somebody is supposedly beating you to death, and you feel for your life, there's only one way out. I agree. And, you know, it's a tragedy. It's, it is a real tragedy, and I, I feel I feel terrible for the the Martin family. I feel terrible for the Zimmerman family. I do. Our our hearts go out to everybody, but nobody really knows what happened. Uh, so, and there's only one story now, uh, Zimmerman. That's so right. we're going to have to go with that. Now today, like Eric said, all this is happening on the night of blah blah blah. Uh, the prosecution has rested its case today. Now the defense is taking over, and they're going to they're going to present their case. But this is a this is a tragedy of America. I mean, this is uh, these people are trying to look out after the neighborhood. There's a there's a kid walking through the neighborhood, a strange kid that they've never seen before, uh, and it escalated. I mean, that's all right. I, that's all I really know about it. Is well, the fact that it, um, I can I can play devil's advocate, okay, and I, I enjoy playing devil's advocate quite often. I mean, you know, I am a father and I understand how those parents probably feel about their child being killed. Okay, I get that. Uh, you know, Barry's a father, Chad's a father, Ray's a father. I mean, when you have children, I mean, you understand the concept that, you know, it, it's just so difficult to imagine something happening to your child. Okay, I get that. Losing a child is probably one of the worst things that could happen. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, no parent wants that. And I feel very, very sorry for the Martin family. Believe me, if you if you happen to be in the Martin family and you're seeing this video, know that I, I am sorry for your loss. But this is the the only way you can look at it, is that it, there are there is proof that Martin was the aggressor. Okay, if somebody has a bloodied up head 
in bloody clothes and they got in a fight with someone, got the crap beat out of them, how can you, you can't refute that fact. You know, the guy got the crap beat out of him. We don't know. Zimmerman could have reached for, or I'm sorry, uh, Martin could have reached for the gun. Okay? I mean, and Zimmerman had no choice. If you're in a scuffle with somebody and they're on top right, of you we're, we're, and they reach for your gun, what are you going to do? You're going to reach for When you're tangled up with someone on the ground, uh, you, you, you try to defend yourself. Right. Now, uh, Trayvon Martin, I'm sure, could have outrun Zimmerman. Of course. He could have taken off running. You know, there, there's always cause and effect with every single situation that you put yourself in. Okay, now, did Zimmerman probably put himself in that situation without needing to? Yes, of course. The police even told him, we don't need you to handle this. Stay in the car. We're coming. We'll handle it. Okay, so yeah, he made a bad judgment call. He put himself in that situation. And from the aspect of someone, I mean, I've been trained in concealed carry. Barry knows about concealed carry. We know the laws. And the thing about it is, you know, you always want to try to approach aggression absolutely last, as a last resort. You know, you only use a gun if someone is in the commission of a forcible felony. Okay, and beating your head against the ground is a forcible felony. Well, the whole the whole you controversy know? in the Zimmerman trial is who was the aggressor and who was the defender. Right. It's, it, both sides say it was backwards. Well, from a textbook example of how that situation should have went, the situation could have been avoided. Zimmerman should have mind his own business and let the cops handle it. Do what a neighbor watch person is supposed to do and uh, call, call in, call it in, and let them handle it. That's all a neighborhood watch person is supposed to do. I do think that Zimmerman was probably playing cop a little bit, and he shouldn't have. Now, could the situation have been handled differently by Zimmerman? Yes. Could the aggression have been handled differently from Martin? Of course. Mm -hmm. Now, if, if Martin, you know, I don't, I don't know him, I didn't know him, but could he have has have easily just said, look, buddy, I'm just walking home from the 7-Eleven, man. I just got some Skittles. I'm just trying to go home. All right. Hey, Sorry. I didn't know. If, if you know, you can wait for the police. I'll be happy to talk to him. Now, did he handle it politely? Probably not. He probably got all pissed off. Well, hit Zimmerman, and 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 one thing led to another. What happened here? Two men's egos collided. They did. And it was a, it was a competition of ego. It was. Uh, one did. It was a dick measuring contest. One, he, neither one of them wanted to walk away, which that should have happened. It was a dick did. measuring contest. And see, the thing is that Martin had just gotten a fight earlier that day. So you know he was already a little bit disgruntled if he lost the fight or whatever or, happened. Or he was keyed up already. Or he was keyed up already. I mean, we don't know that, okay? We don't know, you know, all the details of what happened in that situation. The only people that are going to know are the people that were there, and one of them's dead. So unfortunately, I mean, I know there's a certain amount of evidence that they have to kind of rely on, and the evidence that's been um, presented in the case so far, I mean, it's a lot of DNA evidence, and it all points to... I mean, yeah, there's blood all over Zimmerman. It's his blood. There's photos of him with his face all jacked up and the back of his head jacked up. I mean, it's, it couldn't be more cut and dry. You got the crap beat out of you, and some guy tried well, to take your gun, the medical and you got to it first. The medical examiner played down his injuries. She said they were only minor. They didn't look minor to me. Well, I mean, the injuries might have been minor, but see, that's, that's not the point. The point is not how severe the injuries are. The point is, is that that situation escalated to a point where Zimmerman thought that his life was in danger. And see, the thing is about you know someone being armed or not. Everybody says, well, Zimmerman was, or not Zimmerman, uh, Martin was was not armed. Okay, he was an unarmed kid. Well, sure, he might have been unarmed, but the minute 
that a weapon is introduced into the situation, then it's referred to as the gun. The gun is there. So if me and Barry are in a scuffle, and I don't have a gun, and he has a gun, we both have a gun. Because that means that if I can overcome right. him and get to his gun, then I've got a gun. So, and you know... And according to Zimmerman, that's right. exactly what happened. Correct. He thought he was going to lose his weapon, and it, it was going to be used on him. Well... So, anyway. But, uh... This case is going to be very interesting. Uh, the outcome of it is going to change a whole lot. Either way it goes, it's going to change a lot. Oh, man. And uh, this case has been going on for so long. That's the problem with justice in America. This thing has been going on for so long. A lot of times when somebody goes to trial, nobody cares anymore. Right. You know, I mean, it's, they, they've heard about it over and over and over and over. And I, uh, I don't know how in the world the defense allowed them to pick an all-woman jury uh, I've never heard of that before. I mean, that right. sounds like, you know, Zimmerman is supposed to be judged by his peers, but he doesn't have a man on the jury. That's the that's the gripe for this week. Yeah. And uh, we hope y'all watch in and tune in and, and uh, all the subscribers. We're getting a, a lot of positive response from yeah. subscribers, and we're getting a lot of more business in the store here. And uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. We do. So, uh Y'all have a good one, and we'll uh, catch you next time. Absolutely. We do have another uh, gun tour coming up, a uh, complete gun tour. I know a lot of you guys have been asking for a new updated gun tour. We do have a lot of new stock. Uh, we'll probably be getting to that soon. Um, but we really appreciate you guys watching. Uh, I know that this um, subject matter is very sensitive for some of you. I know anytime you start to blur uh, the divisions between political stuff, race, and all of that, and, and, and the law, I mean, that, that starts to be a very slippery slope for a lot of people. Uh, like Eric said, in about a week, we're going to be doing another complete uh, store tour. Yeah. Uh, because, and by then, we will have a lot more inventory in here. Uh, 9 millimeter is non-existent, 380 is non-existent, 22 LR is non-existent, but everything else is free enough. It so is. it's, I would say by the end of the summer, everything's going to be back to normal as far as supplies. Mm -hmm. And what we can uh, what we can get in here, and we've got a lot of new guns in here. We're getting 1022s now. Mm -hmm. We're getting ARs. We're getting, getting any damn uh, ammo. We get the ammo is the problem. Yeah. Now reloading components is coming in. We're getting primers and dies. Uh, the powder is still a problem. Powder is very hard to get. Most of your major powders that people use, they can't get it right now. It is. But anyway, folks, we're gonna wrap it up, and uh, we hope y'all will tune in again, and y'all have a good evening. Appreciate you watching. Thank you.